This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hello, everyone. My name is Erin Trelore, and I am the host of Raw Beauty Talks. We're taking you behind the highlight reel of the world's biggest influencers and wellness gurus to get a raw glimpse of what beauty, health, and wellness look like in today's world so that you can feel your absolute best in your body and in your life. Okay, we're going to just start this episode off by taking a really deep breath. Breathe in, breathe out, because wow, it has been a week. We originally had a guest slotted in for this episode, and we of course will be sharing their interview with them, but I really felt like it was only right to address what is going on in the world right now, because this is something that is impacting everybody. Everybody is feeling it. I'm getting so many messages from women who are feeling more anxious than they've ever felt, more uncertainty. There is so much change right now. Thank goodness there's like a million hilarious memes out there because without those, I don't know what we would be doing. It would be full (laughs) panic meltdown. (laughs) Oh, it's nothing to laugh about. But I mean, at the end of the day, like what else can we do? I'm literally sitting here looking around. I'm sitting in my closet, first of all, because our family is in quarantine. Like, what? It's true. We are in quarantine because we traveled to the States. We came back to Canada. It was recommended that we go into self-isolation for 14 days. And we're taking it very seriously because obviously there are a lot of lives at stake right now. My husband also has Crohn's and in the past year it's really flared up. And so he's on medication called Humira, which is an autoimmune suppressant, meaning that his immune system is suppressed right now. He literally started this about a month ago, so not ideal timing, but it feels really real. And I know that there are a lot of people struggling to grapple with what this means, how long this is going to last for, the realities of job changes, layoffs, working from home, feeling isolated, feeling trapped with your toddlers. I'm not raising my hand. I'm not talking about myself right now at all. Ah, somebody help me. No, just kidding. But honestly, we are, of course, not able to have childcare during this time because we're self-isolating. So we've got James, who's four, Brooklyn, who's two, Scott's working at the kitchen table. We have to try and stay somewhat quiet when he's on calls because his business is blowing up right now with people who are concerned about their mortgages. And yeah, that's why I'm recording this episode in my closet and just praying that I have about 15 minutes of quiet time so that I can connect with all of you and provide hopefully a few tools and tips and perspectives to help all of us get through this moment. So I want to start off by talking about what is going on right now in regards to the raising levels of anxiety, the intense emotions and feelings that everyone is having. Essentially, our bodies have gone into fight or flight based on all of the news that we're seeing, the wild doomsday media, the empty grocery stores, all the business closures. It's taking our body from a state of relaxation. Even if you weren't relaxed before, you you 
you definitely aren't now, to a space where we're in fight or flight, where our heart rate has increased, our brain is now like looking for perceived threats. So you're picking up all of the different pieces of media and horrifying news that you can possibly find. And I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but it's almost addicting. It's like you can't stop reading the headlines. You can't stop scrolling social media. So there are a number of things that we can do to kind of help soothe your nervous system during this time, to help move you out of that intensified state so that you feel a little bit more calm. Now, in any crisis, anything that was sort of bubbling beneath the surface, whether that was anxiety or financial concerns, relationship issues, a sense of loneliness, job dissatisfaction, whatever it is or was, it is going to become magnified in this moment. So all of a sudden, these little things that were kind of niggling at us or that we weren't thinking about, it just tends to happen when we're in this state that all of them all of a sudden seem like they are (laughs) smacking the windshield at 100 miles per hour, right? Like the anxiety is just through the roof. Your concerns about your job are magnified. Your financial concerns, I mean, there are a number of people right now who are terrified of what this means for them. So in any situation like this, all of that is going to rise to the surface. And oh my gosh, it is not comfortable at all. But it is also a giant spotlight showing you where there's an opportunity in your life to continue to grow, where you can continue to up-level. It's saying we can't ignore this anymore. We're not playing safe anymore. We're not just pushing this down anymore. You have an option, essentially. You can continue to struggle or you can find a way to surrender. We have the opportunity to continue to run from these things. And all of you who are listening right now are like, oh yeah, that's what's popping up for me right now. This is not for me, but like some of you, I've never been so annoyed by my partner or I've never felt so insecure in my job or I'm like having these thoughts that my job was never the right one for me and I've got to go because life is so fragile and so anything can change in a second. So whatever it is that's coming up right now, you can run from these thoughts And you can hide from them, or we can finally get real with ourselves. We can confront them because they're showing up right now. The panic that we're feeling about coronavirus, it's not really about the virus. The reality is that the vast majority of us will be safe. It will be like getting a cold or a flu. That doesn't take away the fear surrounding getting it and having the appropriate help to get through it. And it certainly doesn't remove the fear of our loved ones being affected. But the intense emotions that are coming up, that's not really about the virus. It's about coming face to face with who we are as individuals and as a community. It's about realizing our humanity. Obviously, none of this is easy. And some of you are saying, I was actually perfectly fine before any of this came up. So I've created a list of 10 ways that I found some peace amidst everything that's going on. And I really hope that some of these serve you in this moment. So the very first one touches on something that I just spoke about, and that is to really keep your eyes open for opportunities to grow. Really keep your eyes open for opportunities 
to grow. Life isn't happening to you. Life is happening for you. And when we change our perspective to life happening for us, it opens up the door for us to start seeing all the beautiful ways that we can find good in this situation. So I want you to take a second to think about the opportunities that this moment is presenting you with, whether that is having more quality time with your kids, perhaps that is having the time to dig into that book that you've been wanting to read for so long. Maybe there's a passion project that you've been dying to work on, and because you have time off from your other job, you can really let yourself explore this right now. Or maybe you are a healthcare worker, and this is your moment to step into your power, to take all the skills and knowledge and work that you've done and to really step up to the plate for our society. I just want to say on behalf of so many others, thank you to those individuals. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate and acknowledge what it is that you are going through right now. I would never wish it upon anyone. But if and since you are in the situation, can you shift it so that we are looking at all the opportunities that are there for you rather than the lack that is here, the crisis mode that we're in? what we've lost. There is a really cool exercise that you can do right now. So just take a look around your room, close your eyes, and I want you to think about all of the things in the room that are white. Keep your eyes closed and list as many of those things as you possibly can. All right, chances are you probably thought of a few things, probably the obvious ones, like maybe your sofa's white or some curtains or a piece of the rug that you have. But now I want you to open your eyes and look around again for everything that is white. And I can almost guarantee that a lot of things are going to pop up to you that you hadn't noticed before. This exercise shows that when we are looking for certain things, we will find it. And in this moment, a lot of people listening right now are looking for the crisis. They're looking for the horror story. They're looking for all the bad that is coming. We're hardwired to do this, to keep ourselves safe, but I'm going to challenge you to spend some time looking for the opportunities right now. Spend some time looking for the opportunities. Those who survive this and come out the most successful will be the ones who are looking for the good, who are looking for the opportunity. Number two is to practice something called 5-5-7 breathing. This is a tool that's going to help you calm your nervous system and turn off the fight or flight response. And really what you're doing is you're mimicking a calm individual's breath pattern. And so that tells your nervous system that there's nothing to be afraid of because as soon as we're in a stressed out scenario, what we tend to do is take shorter, faster breaths. Many of you might notice right now that you're breathing into your lungs a little bit more. And so what I'm going to encourage you to do is to breathe in for five, to hold for five, and then to breathe out for seven. The really important thing here is to elongate that exhale. And then you're going to repeat that, breathing in for five, holding for five, and exhaling for seven. You're going to repeat that about 10 times, and then just notice how you're feeling after. You can do this anywhere, at the dinner table, you can do it while you're watching a show, you can do it while you're scrolling social media. Just tune into and notice your breath. 
Because in these moments when so many things are out of control, our breath is one thing that we can always come back to in order to find our grounding and in order to find our calm. Number three is to keep your eyes open for opportunities to serve. In this time, (laughs) it's very easy to shift into a thought process of keeping yourself safe and looking out for yourself. And I would really encourage you to look around to see if there's any way that you can help other people through this. When we're able to give to other people, it gets us out of our own head and it really allows us to cultivate within us feelings of kindness and love and compassion. So I want you to think about a skill set that you have or a quality or a trait that you've been complimented on in the past and think about how you can use this in this moment to help other people who are struggling. Maybe you can grab some extra groceries for a senior in your area, or maybe a friend still has to go to work and their kids are home from school. Can you help entertain them for a little bit? Could you FaceTime your grandma or grandpa to give them a little bit of love and social interaction in this moment? There are so many different ways. Maybe you're a graphic designer. Could you create some memes or some beautiful quotes that you could share on social media to brighten up people's social feeds? There are so many different ways and different things that people can be doing in this moment. I want you to identify some skills or qualities or traits that you have and think about how you can serve the world in this moment with those things. Number four. Mr. Rogers said, in a crisis situation, always look for the helpers. And I want to encourage you to look for the heroes right now and look for the helpers. They are everywhere, and it is incredibly inspiring and uplifting to watch them work. There's a lot of media out there right now that is focusing on the selfish acts that are happening on politics, on the breakdowns of the systems. And so you've got to hunt a little bit more for the helpers and the heroes, but they are out there. We're definitely going to be showing more of them on our social media pages. Make sure that you're following accounts. Dave Hollis is a great person to follow for this. He shares so many great stories that are just filled with joy. But look for those things. Look for those people. Look for those scenarios because there are just as many, if not more, more individuals who are out there and really showing up in beautiful ways in this moment. And that is something that should be celebrated, something that we should be focusing on. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, 
country anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash raw beauty talks. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friends. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code rawbeautytalks at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code rawbeautytalks. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. Number five is to create some routine for yourself. In a moment when there's so much change and when we are often lacking routine, I'm really going to encourage you to create some sort of structure in your day. And I'm not saying you can't watch any Netflix or you have to get dressed every single day, but I promise you will feel better if you get up and you brush your teeth and you drink some water, and you take your supplements, and maybe brush your hair, get dressed most days, and continue to have some sort of routine and structure for yourself. Take out a blank piece of paper, just simply jot it down. When are you going to move during the day? What hours are you going to be working? When are you going to read the book that you want to read? Don't let the days just sort of float away from you, which they can so easily do. If you spend 14 days at home watching Netflix, in your underwear and eating bags of Cheetos, I can guarantee you are going to come out of quarantine and you are going to feel 10 times worse than when you went in. So think about the things that really support you during this time. Create a bit of a routine and stick with it. One of the easiest ways to do this is to identify a couple of things that you want to do first thing in the morning and a few things that you want to do in the evening before you go to bed and then allow that to create some structure and flow within your day. Number six is to take some media breaks. The news and social media is so addictive, and it's more addictive now than ever before because the stuff in there is just lighting our brains on fire. So take what I call a power hour at least a couple times a day. A power hour is when you remove your phone, plug it in somewhere that you're not going to be, and you take a break from media. There's no checking your phone. You don't need to make any phone calls during that time. You actually just give your body a moment to recalibrate (laughs) and a moment to tune out from all of this conversation that is happening right now. So figure out when you're going to do your power hours, set an alarm in your phone, plug your phone in, and put it away. Give yourself some time to do a bit of a digital download where you're not taking anything else in. 
Number seven, find joy and laughter wherever you can. Keep things light with funny shows, books, and podcasts. This is not the time to be watching Narcos. It's not the time to be diving into that thriller book that you've had sitting on your bedside table forever. This is the moment when you need to keep things as light as possible. So those reruns of Friends are going to be really handy. We're putting together a list right now of some of our favorite books and shows and podcasts. I hope to have that up in the next couple of days, but really be mindful of the media that you're consuming when there's so much stuff out there that is really hard for us to process. Just keep it light in all the other areas. Number eight, lean into self-care and the things that help you thrive. You know yourself and your body better than anybody else. So just take a moment to identify some of the things that help you thrive. So some of the things that I know really help me thrive are moving my body every day, drinking water, taking my supplements, getting into bed before 11 p.m., and then also really reducing my caffeine, even though I love coffee, and cutting out alcohol. So I want to talk about this for a second because I'm seeing so much on social media about people drinking, drinking, drinking. I haven't had a drink. Well, I've had two drinks since January 1st. I did have a glass of champagne on my birthday. And then the other night, Scott and I cracked open a bottle of wine. And jokingly, we were like, well, we're in quarantine. We might as well have a glass of wine, have a bottle of wine. And I woke up the next day and I'd had a glass of wine, so it wasn't like I was hungover by any means, but I was like, you know what? This isn't going to serve me in the long run, and right now is when my body and my system and my mentals (laughs) need me to be showing up in the best way possible. So in a scenario where people are getting frantic and panicky and anxiety is on a high, You've got to identify the things that are really going to serve you, and then you've got to hold yourself accountable to showing up for yourself. This isn't the time to start self-sabotaging and throwing all your tools out the window. I know we've been so distracted and there's been so much going on in the last couple days, so cut yourself some grace if you have you know, opened a couple bottles of wine and stopped moving your body and eaten all the junk food you could find. Cut yourself some slack. And then now it's time to really start to show up for yourself, right? If our kids were in a super stressed out scenario, we wouldn't start like feeding them all the junk food and all the alcohol and getting them to sit and watch Netflix all day, right? We would teach them and show them how to use tools that were going to make them feel better. You need to do that for yourself in this moment. I can't make you do it. So take out a list, write down personal nourishment menu. Think about the things that really help you thrive and then start doing them. Number nine. This is probably the hardest one for me. Breathe into simple living. (laughs) This is hard. Some of you are experts. Some of you are going to be so good at being home and reading and cooking beautiful dinners and having all the quality time with the kids. I, on the other hand, I'm on day three of quarantine and I feel like I've been locked up for 900 million days and I find that I am like desperate for a moment to myself after eight hours with the kids and it's just a lot. It's just a lot. But it's also the reality of where we are at and I know this is an area that I struggle. So as I was talking about before I even went through this list of items, 
this is an area that is really lighting up for me. It's an area that I know I have an opportunity to practice being in the moment, being present, and just enjoying these simple moments that really ultimately make up our whole life. So if you're anything like me and you're struggling a little bit with the concept of being isolated at home and maybe you know not having work or not having your workout or not being with friends, whatever it is that floats your boat, take a deep breath with me right now. And remember, it's these little moments. It's cleaning your home. It's having more time to wake up in the morning. That's not applicable to any moms, but For those of you who don't have kids right now, you get to enjoy that slow cup of coffee in the morning. You can actually take a little bit of extra time to prepare your meals, have a bath, rub lotion on your body. Enjoy the simple moments of life. Life is going to pick up and get busy again. It just will. So in this little pocket of time that we have, try your best to just be present in the moment and to breathe into it. Last but not least is this idea of acting from a place of we versus a place of me. We are all doing our best in this situation, and it is absolutely vital that we work together in order to get through this. So keeping a community-based mindset is going to ensure that we don't feel alone in a time of self-isolation and social distancing. When you go to the grocery store, Take only what you need. We are hearing that supply chains are strong, that food will always be replenished. And while some grocery stores don't look like that right now, it's because people are panicking and they are buying way more food than they need for a two-week period of time. Check in with your neighbors, grab those extra groceries for seniors, and stay at home. So When you're not at the grocery store or grabbing those immediate needs that we all have, whether that's at the pharmacy or grocery store, staying at home is so key right now in order to flatten the curve and the spread of this virus. This is not the time (laughs) to go to the workout class, to meet up with your friends at Starbucks. This is the moment when we have to consider all of the people who this will impact. If you're not in that high-risk category, This is the moment when you look out for those who are. We all have to work together in order to slow this curve. While there's so much uncertainty and unknown in this moment, I do know that we will get through this. I have total faith that the world will also be a better place because of it. This virus is showing us just how connected our global community is. It is demonstrating loud and clear that what is happening in one part of the world has a ripple effect on all of us. It is demanding that we work together, that we put aside our differences, and that we rise to a challenge that we have never been faced with before. And rise we will, because that is what we were created to do. So in this moment, I need each and every person who is listening to step up to the plate in some capacity. And I know a lot of you are struggling and it is feeling hard and you are unsure. But if you are able to follow even one of the steps that I listed, I really think that you'll start to see and find your strength. I know you have it in you and I know we have it within us. 
coronavirus <laughs> is going to be a story that we will be talking about for a long time. But the changes that it will create within are something that will last within us for a lifetime. This virus can either cripple you or it can challenge you to rise into your strength. If anyone listening right now needs support, if you don't feel like you can find your strength, if you're not sure how you're going to get through this, please send me a DM on Instagram. I am here to support during this time. So send me a message. I would love to hear from you. I want to know how everybody is doing. I can't tell you how much I appreciate this incredible community that has supported me so much over the last few years. And so in this moment, when I have tools, when I know how to support women who are experiencing anxiety and who are struggling with their mental and physical capacity, This is where I feel strong in being able to support you. So please reach out, follow along on social media. I'll be sharing lots of tools on there. We're going to get through this together, and I can't wait to see you on the other side. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com slash listen or on your favorite podcast platform.